0: Waste Up Wardrobe is a show that was launched to help its audience show up with its best face forward. It was timely because of the rise of the virtual workforce. Waste Up Wardrobe is a show that you can watch by stringing all the shows together or consuming each show one at a time. But if you wanted to start your own show, where would you start? What are the ABCs of creating a powerful and strong and successful show? Well, today in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio, we'll be talking about the key ingredients you need to get a show started. It is the show about the show, but you know the drill. Join me in just a few minutes and we'll talk about all of that and we'll teach you exactly what we did to create Waste Up Wardrobe. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style but is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world well that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste up wardrobe Waste up wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding zoom meeting it's about how to dress for the camera but it's not just about the clothes it's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe Studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation, and welcome to another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. I am so excited that you're here today because today we're going to be talking about the show behind the creation of Waste Up Wardrobe. This is that show, and we're going to be talking about what went into launching Waste Up Wardrobe because this is the prelude to a series of episodes we're going to do on how to create your very own podcast and get it launched and get it put put out there and educating your audience if you chose to do something like this. Uh, but first of all, I just want to thank Rick Muscozo, my very special producer who is behind the scenes always in the production room making everything go around. And he's going to make an appearance today on the show because he is the one who makes the show go around from a technical perspective. And he has a lot to share when it comes to creation and launching of um, a podcast, so he will be making an appearance soon. And I just want to say thank thank you to him for really making this show come off the ground and and uh, getting it launched um, in service to um, my 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 business and my show Waste Up Wardrobe. Okay. Also remember, we want your comments and we want your questions in the comment box. Also, also uh, don't forget that we are on iTunes. So go ahead, uh, rate us, review us, subscribe to the show on iTunes. We are on Instagram and of course here on Facebook because this is where we live stream from. So please uh, join our community and get you'll get the first, you'll have firsthand knowledge of what shows are next and how this can help you elevate your own business as well and put your best face forward, of course. So. Um, let me go ahead and get started because I have a lot of questions I want to bring to the forefront here as I've been talking to so many entrepreneurs, clients of mine, but also friends in the community and also members of this audience and this community who ask me, so how did you start your show and why did you do that. And so there's a lot of reasons somebody might start a show to as an adjunct, as an add-on to their business. But one of the things you have to remember is that your podcast or your show or your live stream isn't necessarily the it piece of your business. Now, it can be, but sometimes it's sort of the and, that thing that you add on to your business to educate the community that follows you, to educate people on what you do, and to answer their questions, you know, those most frequently asked questions. So, let me just start by by just responding to one of the main questions I get that is always uh, something that I hear my audience members or people who know about Waste Up Wardrobe ask me, how, is, how was the Waste Up Wardrobe show born? And that is a really good question because I had never really thought about creating a podcast early in my business. But there came a time when people would ask me certain questions that kept coming up. More and more, and they'd be like, "Could you share this? Uh, how? What? What?" And they'd ask me specific questions about image consulting and styling themselves for business. And I kept thinking, you know, in the future there is a place for me to create a show because I get all these questions. So many of them are similar, and so it's a great place, a great forum. A show or a podcast is a great forum to create to answer those frequently asked questions for your client. But Waste Up Wardrobe was sort of unique uh, when it came to be. It came about because of its timeless primarily. You know, Waste Up Wardrobe was more because most of the workforce went into that virtual setting. Everybody was working from home and everybody had to learn that cared about their image to show up successfully in a professional looking office. And that's why um, the idea of Waste Up Wardrobe, a show that could tell people exactly how to do that, came about. It was timely. Now, a lot of people say, well, after this wave of being uh, working virtually from the office, from the home office is passed, is is Waste Up Wardrobe still going to be relevant? And the answer is really a hard yes and here's why i believe this because of this advent of you know everybody switching to the virtual office suddenly a lot of companies and brands realize that being able to have a home office where you can stream anytime anywhere in the world is actually quite profitable for their bottom line and in their business. And that's why even though we are gonna be going back to a normal way of doing business, it really isn't gonna be completely the same as it used to be. It very likely will be for most businesses, a hybrid model of some virtual streaming and some traditional being in the office and connecting with people person to person. So my opinion, I have a very strong belief that ways Up Wardrobe is here to stay, that the virtual way of working is here to stay, and it's going to have some real staying power. And so um, that was one reason Waste Up was born, how timely it was. But it was also born in service to my business because so many people were no longer being styled from head to toe. Instead, they had to show up from head to waist. And it became this extremely valuable pivot in my business where I was able to help more people. reach more people, and help them show up with a knockout image on camera. And so basically, Waste Up Wardrobe, when I decided to launch it, served both the viewer and my business, and it sort of became this win-win type of thing that was an add-on to my business. And I would just love to bring up Rick Moscoso, my my producer, because he always has a great Perspective on what makes a show timely, what makes a show valuable or successful, and Rick, if you're there, we'd love for you to show up here and tell us what your opinion is about, you know, launching a show in general for a business.
1: Hey, Christine, thanks for uh, having me on. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot of different reasons to have a show, right? And I come from the belief that there's really two: is one to share knowledge. And two, to promote your business in the form of mar- face-to-face marketing. Even though we're looking at each other through the interweb, it is a way of face-to-face marketing. And I think there's a huge value in that. A lot of times people think that when they're in front of the camera, they don't know what to say because they just – either they're camera shy or, or whatever. And, and I have to remind them a lot of times that you are – you in the in the industry that you're in the business that you're in you're the encyclopedia book that everyone refers to or wants to refer to yeah. and so you have so much knowledge and so much content that you can talk about it's amazing once i kind of get their wheels spinning how much content they they actually have. I mean, you, you, for example, have a ton of stuff and and look at what we've done over the last 43 weeks, right? Yeah. And there's no end in sight. Like you said, there's so much more that you want to talk about and converse with and bring people, bring guests on that have that can share that type of content. So if you really put your mind to it and focus and, and know exactly what the purpose of a show could be, and and this it doesn't have to be a live show even like like what we're doing. It can just be an audio podcast to iTunes, um, with which whichever platform or whichever medium you end up, you know, bro- broadcasting on. There's a very specific purpose for it, and once you identify that, then uh, people like myself or or like Christine can can guide you in the right direction, you know, based on our experience and help you produce a successful show.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and you know we're gonna be giving away some uh, strategy uh, sessions. You and myself individually. You're gonna be talking about the technical side, that whole idea of uh, marketing uh, with your podcast and or show, and also like what is the best platform? Is it an audio? Is it an audio and visual? What suits your specific business? Because every business is different. Mine happens to be very a very visual. Uh, business. And so that's why having the podcast be audio and visual is really important for what it is that I do. But some people might choose not to be doing a visual podcast. Don't you agree there is a difference there?
1: There is a difference there. And it just depends on, again, your content. Um, I have a number of um, real estate agents who don't necessarily need to be visual when they're talking to the audience because their content is so information rich that that people will more likely to listen to them on you know while they're driving to 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 work or while they're driving to their next open house or next appointment and and so for that type of of presentation and as long as it's relatively short, if you listen to podcasts, they're pretty short. Uh, I think you can get more bang for your buck if you just stick with the audio component. And you can always grow into, vi- you know, th- add the the live video component, too, as as your audience, um, you know, demands it from you. But I don't think it's really necessary to start off that way.
0: Exactly. And I feel as though you, you have these options, right? I had this mm-hmm. option of just doing... Um, an audio podcast but it excited me for people to see my face and for me to connect with them that way because we were ha- we were in a time where people were just you know, everybody was working from home and we weren't having that personal person connection. So it felt really right. And it also felt right because of all the visual things that sometimes I want to show the audience. Whereas somebody that maybe is a more technical industry might just want to do, you know, a, a, um, an audio uh, show. And I think that the, the, the it, you know, the options are actually limitless and the platforms, there's so many different platforms and features to different platforms, which I know you, This is kind of your genius where you um, know which platform suits what kind of business. And I'm just so excited to have people connect with you on that level so they can learn better what would be best for them. Because I can't tell you, since I've started Waste Up Wardrobe, there's so many people that have asked me, you know, why did you start your show? I really would love to start my show, but I don't know if it it, it's really going to matter. And this is where that, that phrase I said earlier, is it your it or is it your and? For some people, the podcast is everything for their business. It's the way they market, the way they monetize, the way they connect with their business. For me, it's more of that add-on. It's that part that I, um, that is sort of the, the gift I give my audience and my clients um, that of uh, that's full of information, full of ways to get to know me, to get to know what I do, to see what things look like. Like, what does a set design look like? How does one show up? How does one design their lighting? So, for me. It's it's sort of the and that helps me market my business, um, and without marketing it really, without paying for marketing, but rather just really invest in the meat of the show, and it's been really amazing because I will share later how the different ways I've been able to monetize it and actually take advantage of what you know what it can do for my um, overarching work that I do with clients, and so. You know, people will start a show out of necessity or urgency, kind of the way I did to pivot my business and also to create this platform where people can come and listen to things that are practical happening right now and they need this information now. Another reason um, that you might find yourself uh, in your business. You know, um, ripe for a show, to, so to speak, is if you're getting a lot of frequently asked questions from clients, from people around you that keep coming up. Those same questions, those same topics, that the, the themes that still keep coming up, and you're finding people really want that information from you. And it's just a way to give so they can get to know you. And, and, and Rick, I, I'm curious to know, if I can pull you back up onto the show here, curious to know what you think about that approach when, you know, when you're getting all these frequently asked questions about the things that you do or the knowledge that you have or how you can educate your client. Um, I find like that is a really good reason to start a program like this. Oh, I, I cannot hear you.
1: Nope. Yeah. My, (laughs) I was muted. Sorry. The, uh, that's an excellent, excellent idea because how many times are we answering the same question over and over and over and over again? So, you know, doing a, uh, using it as a show topic is perfect because then you can actually chop that up and put that into your, mini library of knowledge that addresses that specific question. So if you are out there and you're wondering where to start and what to start talking about before you actually launch into things, then maybe you should consider like Christina suggested uh, looking at your frequently asked question list because there's so much content in there that you can I I, I believe as you start talking about a frequently asked question, it'll it'll likely start to reveal other micro topics within that question that, that can even make you look more of an expert because now you're sharing your expertise uh, as related to that topic.
0: Exactly. And, you know, not only frequently asked questions, I think that's a great way to extract topics, but also resources. You, you might be a business that has so many Resources that you can, you know, offer to clients, but how do you get those resources out? How do you let them know about it? I mean, you could do that on your website, but how about, you know, if you have guests that are, you know, um, you know that are closely related to the business that you do, but that can complement what you do, that guest can become a really good resource for a potential client or your audience, and bringing them on as guests as a resource can be very valuable for the the audience members, don't you think?
1: Yeah, ab- abso- absolutely. So there's, if you don't think there's anything to talk about, I think we were going to do a show on that. What to talk about when there's nothing to talk about? Well, yep. believe me, there's plenty to talk about when you put your mind to it.
0: Exactly. I mean, you really have to do a lot of back work. And that's actually precisely why I decided to have this general show about the show about the show, because we're going to be having a whole series of episodes where I'm going to really guide the audience. I'm going to take their hand and I'm going to guide them as step-by-step on how to actually technically create your podcast from coming up with the name to, uh, how you plan for it and how you, you, you launch it. And with the help of Rick on the technical side, And me on the content side and the ideation, you really can just use those specific episodes to really start creating your own, your very own podcast. And, you know, and staying power, you know, you want to have some level of staying power when you. Uh, when you start a podcast, and so in order to have that, and I I don't know if Rick agrees with me on this, but you kind of have to plan a little bit ahead, come up with topics and brainstorm the kinds of topics, the kinds of questions, the kind of kinds of things people are always approaching you with, and just kind of brainstorm different topics that you could actually talk about and, and, and Rick, do you have another way to really um, have that staying power as a show rather than just, you know, be somebody who can't like, you know, one and done or, you know, what do they call those uh, bands that are just so, Oh, a one-hit oh, one, wonder. Hit, one hit wonder. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we don't want to be a one hit wonder. Although sometimes, yeah. you know, if you, you can have a season from start to finish and that's totally fine, <laughs> but to have that staying power, do you have any suggestions on and on, on how one can do that? One can have the staying power.
1: Well, it takes a lot of pre-thought, and it also takes a huge commitment when you think about it, because yeah, consistency is key in building an audience when you're on when you're online, when you're live live streaming, or whether you want to create a an audio podcast consistency is a key because if you have good enough content out there which which i'm sure many of many of you do people will come back to you if they feel like they're learning feel like you are giving them value so don't think eh, i'll just do this once a month you know mm-hmm. I, I mean a long time ago we a friend and i started a uh, started a uh, a podcast video podcast when it wasn't really that in vogue yet and he only wanted to do it once a month and i said no dude we got to do this once a week you know and so at least once a week um and so just like you we made the commitment to do it for the for two years you know and i and and i'm thinking holy cow that's a long time <laughs> two years on the same day at the same time so it had a reserve space in our schedules and we committed to it and you kind of have to do that. I'm not, now, I'm not saying you have to do this for two years, but if you really want to get the best traction out of it, commit to a year, six months, or, or whatever the time frame is. And whatever that is, do it, do it professionally, do it consistently, and do, give, your, give your audience the best possible value that you can because you'll find that you're going to enjoy it more your audience is going to enjoy it more and you'll want to give more. And so like Christine here, you know, your your commitment was to do this for 52 episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember at the beginning we were you were thinking, you know, what am I going to talk about for 52 episodes, you know? And now here we are and like 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 she like Christine said there's there's really no end in sight in how much we can that she can deliver to her, you know, to your audience. And so I'm I'm very excited to see that. Because it's a, gr- it's been a growth. Uh, um, you've you've grown over the last forty three weeks in developing the show and seeing the potential of it. And Christine's going to share a little bit more uh, about that. But um, just just plan to do it. Uh, more than just once <laughs> <You> yeah <know? laughs> right
0: exactly and the, the, you know you bring up the consistency idea and I do agree that consistency actually was the number one reason that um, I feel my show has become what it is today uh you know it, it the, just being committed to doing it once a week without fail religiously almost that that people expect it's going to be on it's, they expect it to be on at a certain time, and so that becomes almost habitual. They know if they go to my Facebook page at eleven thirty on Thursdays, I will be on there educating about, about another part of um, of waste up wardrobe. And I find that to be the single most important piece to the success of the show. Uh, because, and and here's my one of my other beliefs. Even if I have one person watching, even if there's only one set of eyes on the program, that is compelling enough for me to to give as much information out there as I know how to. Because I'm doing like a one-on-one lesson with somebody, a one-on-one piece of education. And that is that has a ripple effect because that one person is going to go talk to somebody else about what they heard about the one single takeaway that they got from here and it will change things for them and 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 that is really powerful so it doesn't matter if you have you know a hundred sets of eyes on your show or five sets of eyes on your show as long as you have consistency, as long as your audience knows that they can find you at a certain town, a certain place on your show, they will come. They will come because the, and, and this, we're talking, this is your audience, right? So they know that what you're going to tell them is going to educate them and will be valuable to them. So consistency is completely key. And, you know, I made a commitment that I will stream the show once a week every week for the, for the first 52 weeks that I, from the day of launch, which is a year, I wanted to have that because it's a goal for me. And I really believe that, you know, and everybody should set a certain goal. Maybe it's, you know, once, twice, um, twice a month for somebody else, because that's just how they want their cadence to be. But, you know, once a week really solidifies your presence. In the space and solidifies that people can rely on you showing up for them so that is why once a week is really just a great cadence for a somebody who wants to really create a show that's outstanding and has staying power the other thing is clarity you want to be very clear on, you know, who your audience is, what you want to give them, what you want to offer them. So it's consistency and clarity and planning. There's a great deal of planning that goes into creating a successful show. Not only, you know, I mean, planning from so many perspectives, and and I'm sure Rick will have a lot to say about this, but there's the pre-planning of the actual show, the scripting of the show, the, the, you know, the scheduling of guests on a show, preparing your guests, there's the technology prep for the guests and for the show long-term and you know there's so many little things built in there that need to happen ahead of time there's also the planning the pre-promotion planning so there's a lot of things that need to be planned for to create a show in general and once you though you get into a routine on that it does become simpler, but you have to very, very intentionally work on that. And, and Rick has a lot to do with the pre-planning because he's involved in prepping clients and, and not clients necessarily, but uh, guests for the show, the technology, the he helps me with the marketing. So there's a lot of that planning that Rick is a part of. And I'd love, Rick, for you to jump on here one more time, you know, and tell us about that part of our show.
1: Well, it, like um like Christine said is it really starts with some kind of framework that we can work off of. And so, uh I like I like to work off of a, of a show flow outline or think of it as a project outline. I I uh, when I was in corporate we used to work with Gantt charts if you're familiar with those. And it's basically milestones, you know, setting milestones and next steps and different things like that. So I'm always I was always used to looking at those processes and next steps. And so we found a tool to use for this show. And there's a lot of productivity tools, but we happen to use Trello because it's free. Yeah. And uh, and it's easy to use. And so there's a framework to the production of, of the show. And it all starts with um, episode ideas and then moves on to this, the outline for the show. Then pre-production, then... Um, we we move it to the show slot and then post production and then whatever we end up doing with it like uh, uh, prepping the audio for iTunes and uh, uploading it to the blog and there's different tools that we use to to help automate that stuff so it's not so labor intensive and uh, if you're interested in that we can certainly I can certainly talk to you a little bit more about that but we try and automate as much as we can so by the by a couple days after the show is done. It's not only loaded to iTunes, but it's also loaded to Christine's Up Wardrobe blog, um, and then it's ready for redistribution at some point further on down the calendar. Um, if it, uh, to to bring an audience back to that show, if 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 there's it happens to be a hot topic or of, of high value, we'll bring it back in into the rotation as a as a replay and redistribute it via Facebook or, or YouTube. So. That's and overall that's that's really the general tool that we use to to um, to plan episodes, and it's the same for everyone. Now there's there's micro steps between each between each um, uh, step that we have designated or each phase of the production. but uh, like 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 Christine said, I mean once we set up that micro step within each step, of production that's all the same so basically you're moving you're moving the project that you're working on to the next step to the next step to the next step until it's done and then while that one's moving down the chain the next show comes into view while we're while christine's creating um other episode contents or ideas so those are being loaded and all we have to do uh, is just move it down the chain and just keeps things so organized and she can look at it in a snapshot i can look at it in a snapshot we both know where it is in the production timeline until completion. So organization when it comes to some producing a show like this is is really key, especially if there's just if there's more than one person. So for for us it's just a team of two uh, that's producing the show, but if you were uh, if you had a partner along with somebody helping produce the, the show in the background, then you all want to be in tune so you know exactly where everything is and how everything's scheduling out.
0: Exactly, and Trello is really such a valuable tool to the point, and I really enjoy Trello so much, using it as a, as a project management tool that I will be doing a whole show as part of the podcast creation series of how Trello works, What to use, how to use it, and 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 how simple it can be, and how simple it can make your life. So actually, thank you for bringing that up, Rick, because that is definitely something we're going to be talking to. We're going to go more in depth about that. You spoke about you know repurposing a little bit, and and you know, replaying the the thing, the interesting thing here is that this is episode forty three of Waste Up Wardrobe and we have not had to replay like uh you know a show at any one point, any week yet. Yeah. We basically these are 43 unique episodes that we've created thus far. Uh, but you know what what Rick you're talking about is you know the, is something we're going to go into a lot of depth in when we create the series, but that repurposing piece too, right because mm-hmm. we want to be able to use the podcast show beyond just the day of the show. We want to of course it lives on the on the page. it can be replayed, it can be listened to on iTunes. but there's more we can do with it when we start repurposing, breaking it down, repurposing it, using it to blog. And really, creating other streams of other ways people can find the actual overarching business. So um, we're going to have a whole episode on that part, as part of the series. And again, remember, I, I was talking about the show being the it or the and. Now, for some people, the podcast is everything. That is how they monetize. That's how they market themselves. That's how they reach their audience. That's how they get their their next gig. Um, but for a business like mine, which most entrepreneurs tend to have, the podcast be an add-on to what they do. I use my podcast to to reach my audience, to add credibility of what I do, and more value to my audience and my clients, and also to monetize it. I mean, the way supportive has been monetized into various areas. I actually get speaking engagements. Uh, where I speak on the topic of Waste Up Wardrobe and I, uh, their paid speaking engagements. And that comes through through my podcast. I also have created Waste Up Wardrobe kits that are products that was created as a byproduct of the Waste Up Wardrobe show, where I... You know, I offer my clients the product of designing their set, designing their lighting, creating their camera closet, all as a byproduct of being on Waystep Wardrobe, talking to various experts and guests that came onto the show and creating these bundles that people can actually buy um, and create their very own outstanding. Zoom and virtual office sets. So, you know, there's a lot of ways you can use a podcast to monetize what it is that you do and to create products for the client to serve them better and to create and make their lives easier and you know so we talked about monetizing a podcast that's one of the purposes of a podcast <clears throat> building more credibility because obviously the more you're able to talk about what you do the the you know the, the the more elevated of an expert you become in the industry and that builds up credibility educating people to give them tools and resources so that they can Build up their own businesses. And you've also that way that creates a ripple effect. Um, Marketing and repurposing content, like we touched on a little earlier here with Rick, a lot of my content then gets broken down to smaller bits and pieces that I can use as marketing tools. Like I'll take a little snippet of my. Uh, of my episode and use it as a lead magnet or put it out on a way supportive to entice people to come and watch the full episode and get to know me better. And you know what? I feel as though my podcast has really helped me get to know my audience better, but even more important than that, it's helped my audience get to know me better. And people like to do business with people they, they get to know, people that they can feel they have a rapport with. So what better way in our virtual world than to have a forum, you create a platform for yourself as a business owner where you can get to know your audience and your target market better and their needs, uh, based on the questions they pose to you and for them to get to know you better without that pressure of, oh, I need to actually schedule, um, you know, a one-on-one conversation with them. You know, just that beginning part of that, that beginning of the um so to speak the um the courtship that one would have with a business owner and a potential client just getting to know who i am how i talk does it resonate with you does the do you feel like you can trust me those things before you even engage me in in you know in a set design or a wardrobe makeover or anything else and maybe that never ever happens but how what a great way to inc- increase the circle of influence and the and the circle of people that I can serve and help with the information and education. So that I do find that to be one of the most valuable things. Um, that this podcast, Waste Up Word has offered me and my audience, you know, and another thing to do that I do with my podcast a lot that I think is sort of that, that byproduct of it, but it's such a great way to give back is featuring other business owners. Uh, You know, we, we elevate our own business by elevating others. Uh, I firmly believe that, In order, I I want. In order for me to succeed, I have this passion for helping other businesses similarly situated to succeed, and so it gives me this opportunity to, you know, to to shout out, give shout outs to other uh, business owners, uh, to give the props to other business owners, to help maybe a startup get visibility. To for when a when a when a company that is a larger company than me comes to me as a guest, they elevate my business. It's kind of like, you know real estate, it's like, you know, more valuable real estate gives another piece of real estate, more value, you kind of elevate each other as you go along. And, um, and that's how business is grown and shared. So that is another amazing feature of the, the, the value that a show like this can offer the community. You know, um, one of the hardest things about creating a podcast is how do you come up with the topics? We're going to have a whole show on how do you come up with the topics when you feel like you've run out of topics. So we're going to be talking about that and how to attract your audience. Think about, you know, what your name would be if you were to start a podcast, you want it to be catchy, fun, you know, waste Up wardrobe uh, was very well received because it, It was timely, yeah. Waist up wardrobe. We're all getting you know dressed from the waist up, but it also had this a little alliteration that would made it memorable. So think about those things when you're naming your show, when you're thinking about how you're going to attract and hook the audience. And of course, nothing you know nothing can substitute for really valuable information. You can have all the bells and whistles. And I really, I really care about the way I show up and the image, but you also have to give some great valuable content and content trumps everything. And I'm sure, you know, Rick always says to me, like if I was recording a video and I feel like I stumbled in the video, he said, well, as long as the content is there, you don't have to worry about making a few mistakes, as long as the content you're giving is valuable. So Uh, you know, the, we are going to be creating, like I mentioned earlier, a whole series, uh, of episodes that will help the audience learn how to create their very own podcast from A to Z, with from starting from the creation of the the, the episode topic. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the the title of your podcast and how to create a catchy one, all the way to organizing show notes, tools to use, and the launch of it and the platforms to to use to launch it. Everything you'll need to know about starting a podcast will be in those finite number of six episodes is what six episodes is what we're planning. You never know we might throw in a bonus one at the end, but we are going to be creating the series of episodes that will give you everything you need to know about how to launch and get your very own show off the ground. So Stay tuned for that. It's happening very, very soon. Um, it's happening in, a, in the next couple episodes for sure. And we will be um, really giving you as much information as possible and taking as many questions in as possible. We do have an offer today, Rick and I, a, a giveaway. Um, and if you're interested, I know you'll be listening to this on the replay because we are, this is the second episode we've had. we've had to record because I will not be present on Thursday. Um, in the studio, so we're pre-recording this episode, but please put your comments in the comments box because I will go back and answer any questions you have on the Facebook page, so please don't hesitate to ask any questions on the page, and put in the hashtag show and shine, show and shine, Um, and what you'll get for that if you put that hashtag in is a 50-minute strategy session with myself where I will talk to you specifically about your very own Uh, business and what kind of show or topic or um, topics or title you can give your show. We'll talk and do a little deep dive um, on the brand and how that would look. And then Rick has agreed to generously offer 15 minutes of his time to talk about the technicalities of how to launch a show from platform to which platform to to use, whether you should do audio or visual or anything that has to go in the technical side of it. So Put the hashtag in, uh, show, hashtag show and shine, and you'll get both those strategy sessions. And, you know, we always end our show with the Waste Up Forward weekly wrap-up. And if there's nothing else you take away from here today, take away one thing, and that is that you should be consistent when you decide to do a podcast. Consistency, whether you're going to stream once a week or two, once every two weeks or twice a week, just do it consistently. You just decide and just do it. Don't do it once a month and then later do it twice a month. And then, you know, don't jump around. Let your audience really get the flavor and the cadence of how you're going to show up for them. So that's a really important thing. Tip, <clears throat> some tips to remember. Stay clear on how you want to present your show. Be clear in the content you want to convey. What is the show going to be about? And how is every guest that you bring in going to relate to the show? So that's another really important thing. Um, tools. Trello. Trello. Just go into Trello and try and explore it a little bit. It's a great uh, um, project management um, uh, platform. And it's super easy to use. And it has there's a free version of it. Everything about it is great, and you'll find that you'll start using that and you'll really be able to get organized. And finally, action items. Go and make, start making a list. What would be the topics you would talk about as it relates to your business and the kind of work that you do? Just list the topics. That's the first thing I did when I, before I even started the podcast. I made a list of all the topics I wanted to talk about when it came to Waste Up Wardrobe. What kind of things to wear on camera? What kind of things not to wear? What's the lighting going to look like? What's the set going to look like? I just made all these notes about the different topics I would want to bring in for the audience. So there you have it. Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up in a nutshell over there. And I just want to leave you with Join us next week because we're going to be live next week, as is usually the case, at 1130 on the Facebook page at Waste Up Wardrobe with a very special guest who's going to be talking to us about how to run a virtual event and how you can really capitalize on um, all the, the great things, the benefits of being virtual when you're running a virtual event, but actually how to get it done, how to run a whole charity fundraising through, um, through a virtual event. So don't miss it. And if you're so inclined, invite a friend and we can't wait to see you. Also remember, go to iTunes, subscribe, rate us and review us. And we'll see you again here, same time, same place at Waste Up Wardrobe on Facebook.